Good afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luann Youngman, and I am thrilled to be able to be with you on this wonderful Easter day of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. This is the first Sunday in April, and we greet this month with this wonderful good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that he is no longer suffering, he is no longer being spit on or mocked or have thorns stuck in his head or have his back ripped by whips and pulling out of his flesh. He has overcome, my friend. He has the victory, yes, in death. He has overcome it. He is the only one who has resurrected from the dead, and we are able to rejoice in that today. And so I pray that, you know, you've already been maybe to sunrise service, you've been to a church service, your spirits and souls are already filled up. But in the event you didn't get to go, you didn't get to celebrate, I am here to celebrate this day with you. And, uh, you know, this is the last Sunday of our uh, Lenten Easter series on the UN Words. Every Sunday during Lent, I opened up some words to us that starts with the letter U-N, un. So today, the message is going to be titled, Unimaginable, Unexplainable, and Undeniable. But before we get there, I do want to share with you again uh, just some wonderful news that my website is up and running. And I want to uh, take you to that. Uh, so if you have a pencil, you know, write that down. It is Emma, E-M-M-A, Lou, L-U, ministries.com. Emma, Lou, ministries.com. Emma was my mother, uh, is my mother, but she's in heaven. And of course, Lou is a part of my name. And um, so on that website, you're going to find so many things uh, about my ministry. It's all there. You can listen to radio messages. You can watch online videos. You can see a blog page that I'm trying to, hopefully after Easter, continue to do weekly. And there's an e-commerce store. I mean, some of the best candles are on there. I have food that I do at bakery items. And it has been just so wonderful having you make place your orders, especially your Easter orders. I've had so much fun um, decorating the cookies and cupcakes and chocolates and all of those things. And I am just, just blesses my heart to be able to get that uh, to you and do that for you. So it's on there and I want you to look at that. However, I want to get with you on this message, this wonderful Easter message that we have for today. You know, I'm a grandma. And one thing that you may not know about me is that I really love to share praise reports about my grandchildren. I mean, I love to encourage them to be the very best that they can be. And when I watch my grandchildren like play guitars and sing or find the job that they're so good at or those, you know, that love to be in drama and high school plays and to watch them like memorize all of their lines, rarely missing a line. I love to share that they get uh, straight A's year after year, or like the Grinch whose heart grew so large that day when he experienced love, my heart swells to the point of bursting when my granddaughter asks me to pray for someone 
Or my other granddaughter asks me for a cross necklace for Christmas and then tells me that she wears it every day. But if they got all C's or all D's or even F's on the report card, but I knew that they really tried their best, I'd still lavish them with praise for trying. You know, all that I observe as they grow up reminds me that these are special moments that I get to share with them, to know that they have been given gifts from Almighty God to enrich their lives, and certainly they all enrich mine greatly. And you may say, what does this have to do with Easter, Pastor the Wayne? Oh, listen, it is when I look at Jesus that I marvel at how amazing he is. That's what I want to really share with you on this Easter Sunday morning. You know, I get to brag and talk about, you know, my grandchildren. But this morning, I get to brag on Jesus. I mean, he, he is such the delight of my soul. He stands out. Our Lord stands out from among the, the crowd, my friends. And yet he doesn't do it with flashy songs or clothes or winning the top, you know, whatever. It, it does. That's not what he does. It's just the opposite. His focus is to brag on his father. And the Holy Spirit's focus is to brag upon Jesus. And then Jesus brags on the Holy Spirit. It is the coolest thing to observe when you read the scriptures and you see how they interact how they are in sync, how they are one in heart and mind and spirit. And so it is just wonderful to be able to encourage and see the goodness that that God has given to my grandchildren. But it's even so exciting for me to share with you what Jesus is to us. I mean, we're celebrating that, yes, he arose from the dead. I mean, unimaginable, unexplainable, and undeniable. And people have seen him. But, you know, that's only the, the kind of the culmination of his life, of all that he did during the three years as a young man, as a human, yes, fully human, fully God here on this earth. And so I get to talk to you about this wonderful Jesus, our Lord and Savior, who has revealed to us God the Father, who has revealed to us that he is and does stand out from everyone else. Any other God can't even compare to what Jesus has done. So I want to just take you on a little journey with me. I mean, who has a friend that at like two o'clock in the morning can walk on the water and bid you to step out on the water and walk on the stormy water with him. Now, God bless Peter's heart. You know, and I mean, so many of the stories that I'm sharing with you, I do want you to understand they are in the scriptures. But if I would read all of the scriptures to you, we would run out of time. So I want you to know that I'm reading from Matthew 8, and I'm reading from Matthew 17, and I'm reading from John 11, and I'm reading at the end, like Matthew 28. So, so much of this is Matthew, the stories that I'm telling, you know, the story of John is about Lazarus. But I want you to know that they are in the scriptures. So, but let me just share with you who he is, right? I mean, God bless Peter's heart. When Jesus compelled him to step out on the waters, the stormy waters, he got out of the boat at night. I don't know if you've ever been 
on the water at night, there's a, there's a whole different feel. And especially if it's stormy at night, it is even a really different experience. However, Peter gets out of the boat and he starts to walk on the water until he looks down and he sees the waves and the darkness makes him afraid and he starts to sink. But here's Jesus, our friend, who's right there walking out to them on the water. And he doesn't just show you that he has control, that he has control over this creation. Of course he does. Just so does a painter who's got a paintbrush in his or her hand. They have control of what they're putting on that canvas. And so Jesus, it is nothing for him to come walking out on stormy waters and approach his friends in a boat. I mean, who has a friend like that, right? But Jesus reaches down. He grabs Peter's hand and he brings him back and keeps him safe in the boat. Unimaginable, unexplainable, and totally undeniable. Well, this Jesus, you know, while walking on the earth here, was really all about helping others and helping us in so many ways that, again, we can only marvel at his teachings and at his actions. There's there's no one like him. I mean, the things that he achieved in three years of ministry on this earth changed this world 2,000 years ago, and it continues. His, His ministries and his miracles and his rising from the dead and knowing that we serve a living Lord today. He is living. He's not in the tomb like other gods. He is out of the tomb. He's the only one that's been ever able to say that he has risen from the dead where over 500 witnesses saw him after his death. Now, I mean, listen, when they hung him on the cross, he did die. You know what I mean? I mean, he was crucified. He was a bloody mess before he ever got there. They said when they whipped his back, that most people, he was one one whip shy, one whip shy of what would have caused death and such a total loss of blood because the tongs on that whip ripped his flesh apart. And yet our Jesus, this wonderful Lord and Savior, had strength from the Holy Spirit and God Almighty, and he carried a cross on that ripped back for us, right? He went to the cross. They nailed him in his wrists and in his feet. And the way that they positioned him, the only way he could get a breath to even talk was to lift his feet up and press on his toes, to lift his body, to get enough air to talk. And when the others had their legs broken so that they would die, when they came to Jesus, they didn't break his legs because he was already dead. And they took a sword and they pierced it in his side. Now that, my friends, I'm telling you, when Jesus said it is finished, he died. And they carried his bruised and battered body into a tomb and shut that with a huge rock. And he was encased in a tomb. (laughs) But he didn't stay there. Oh, no, no. No, our Lord, he had told them what he was going to do. And on the third day that he would rise again. And that, my friend, changed the world in so many ways. And and he continues to change it. I mean, today the Bible is still the number one on the bestseller list over 2,000 years. Oh my goodness. But first, think of all the people that he healed. 
while walking on this earth. I mean, he caused blind eyes to see. He caused the lame to walk. I mean, even historians will tell you Jesus was here. And I am here to tell you that he is more than just a teacher. He is more than just a prophet. He is Christ the Lord risen from the dead. He is alive and seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. And he continues to pray for you. And that should excite you down to the very core being of who you are. Now think about that though. While he was here, he healed lepers. And he raised the dead. I mean, Lazarus in the book of John was a great sign for us to see the power of Christ. I mean, Lazarus was to the point that he had been in the tomb long enough. He was kind of stinky. And Jesus said, I'm doing this, God, for you to give you glory. And with a loud voice, he called out, Lazarus, you come forth. And out walks Lazarus from the tomb. He was dead three days. His family was mourning and weeping and crying. And Jesus raised the dead to remind us, to let us know that he is going to rise from the dead and conquer death. And we too will have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead to raise up our mortal bodies when it comes our time to fill us with that kind of power. So today, I want to bring you along with me because I want you to marvel at the miracles that our amazing Savior has shown us. I mean, you know, there are, was the time whenever he went on the mount, you know, and he was transfigured in front of his disciples. I mean, he just transfigured into his spirit being. Everything glowed and, and turned white. I could go on and on, my friends about telling you about these wonderful things that Jesus did, how he healed children, how he fed the 5,000, right? I mean, miracle after miracle after miracle Jesus Christ did. I don't know how those who were in that day missed him. You know, when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, it said that he went to Jerusalem to the top of the hill and he looked and he wept over it because he said, you missed the day when God came to visit you. You missed it. You missed your opportunity. But listen, we have this opportunity like, you know, right now. We have the opportunity to believe. I mean, listen, when he died on that cross and said it was finished and he hung his head and gave up his spirit, I mean, the earth responded. All creation responded. It turned dark. There was a huge earthquake and there was this big veil. It was a thick, big curtain and it ripped ripped from top to bottom. You know, that's because the priests were only ones that could go into the Holy of Holies to be able to take the sins and pray for people to have their sins uh, forgiven, right? But when that ripped open, that stopped, you know? And now we have direct access because Jesus Christ gives us that. He's our high priest. We can go straight into the throne room of God and seek help and ask in time of need. Even the Roman soldier who had nailed him to the cross said, surely, surely this must be the Son of God. And indeed, my friends, he is. And 40 years of preaching and it still rocks me to the very being of who I am. I can't get more excited than I am right now. So God bless you. We're going to start a new series next week. So please tune in. This is Pastor Luann with Treasures of the Heart. Have a wonderful day. God bless.